Welcome to the Leading Visionaries Podcast, featuring stellar conversations with emerging and established leading visionaries. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate and spotlight the leading visionaries who are thinking differently, seeing new possibilities, have the courage to dream big, take inspired action, and create conscious change all around the world. Now, here's your host, Angel B. Hartwell. Welcome to another episode of the Leading Visionaries podcast, where we celebrate the ingenious, insightful, innovative, and inspired leading visionaries of our time and provide our listeners with world-class examples of the kind of courage, clarity, and confidence it takes to bring visions into reality. This is your host, Angel B. Hartwell, and today we welcome our special guest, Peter Benson. Peter was a normal ASAE mechanic and engineering technician when he experienced a significant awakening that opened his connection to his higher self and the angelic realm. He discovered he had angelic origins as part of Archangel Michael's Army of Light. Guided by Archangel Michael and Ascended Masters, Peter was guided on how to put together tensor technology with palpable healing properties. His research led him to build tensor rings, all qubits, crystals infused pendants, Merkaba, healing coils, sound frequency amplifiers, PTSD restoratives, and more. And I am very excited to have you on the show today. Welcome, Peter. Thank you, Angel. Thank you for having me. It's oh, a pleasure. Yeah, it's my pleasure. So, Peter, let's talk about spiritual awakening because that's one of the things that happens for many people who are visionary. They don't necessarily know it until it happens. I myself had a spiritual awakening after 20 years in the real estate business and started to see the angels too. So, I would love to have you talk a little bit about that experience for you and that process for you and what happened on the other side of that in terms of, you know, how you chose to say yes and not take yourself off to get psychiatric help, which was one of my questions. Do I need to go get psychiatric help? But thankfully I didn't I didn't go down that path. So I'm curious what that whole experience was like for you. For me it was going through a family reorganization. I'll put it in the nice plain terms there. And I was trying to rediscover who I was after 20 years of just trying to make things work. Mm -hmm. So I went out and started doing meditations and sound baths and just, just trying to discover who I was because at the time I was working night shift. So I'd be on my off nights, I'd be, you know, basically staying up all night meditating, just trying to, you know, try to figure out who I am again and doing books by Brian Weiss, Michael Newton you know, the near-death experiences and the regressions of between lives stuff. And with all that, I was like, okay, there's far more to us than we can understand. If we have these different doctors and then I get into Dolores Cannon with her regressions, I'm like, okay, there's something really going on. So as I was, you know, going through this process, I found Slim Sperling. I'm a mechanic, so I have to do things with my hands. I have to be doing things. So uh, with Slim Sperling, he was coming up with tensor technology, which is copper rings. And he was he had major healing reports back from clients all over the place with what he was doing. 
So I was like, okay, how can we make these? And you research online and it's right there. You can go and find it out because he open sourced everything he did. So I started creating tensor rings and first ones were not really working. And then they started to work after a while. And I understood that these were intention-based and I wasn't really in the proper frame when I first started. I was just trying to understand. Mm. And then the one time it came down to it, I had four rings and I gave them to the lady we were going to the sound bath with. And she put them underneath her crystal bowls. And two days later, she texted me back and says, can you make me 10 more? Because she had the, the seven chakras and the seven higher chakra bowls. And she goes, they are so powerful. They changed the way the bowls sung. So mm-hmm. the, the frequency coming out of them was more harmonic. They were louder. They spun up and stayed spun up longer. And it was just the change of the entire environment of everything that she was doing. So that was the first time in the physical reality that I actually saw, other than experiencing the tensor technology, you know, you can feel it in your body. This was the first time you can actually see it in the physical world. Mm. So I was like, wow, this is really interesting. So continuing on, I'm still building and doing and creating, trying to figure out what all this stuff is about. I had, it was in a healing session. All of a sudden Metatron came in and said, I need you to make some anklets. And I'm like, okay, who's Metatron? <laughs> right. Um, Metatron's big. You know, like, yeah, who are you? That's great. Then <laughs> he said, Yeah, you need to make you anklets. It has to be out of a tensor ring. I'm like, okay, check. I can do that. It has to have these five crystals. And I got like three of the five I understood, two I didn't know. Okay, I need to find those, research those. And then copper mesh. Mm-hmm. I understand the idea. I haven't found it. So it took me a while to work through all that, researching the crystals and getting the crystals that were requested, and then finding the proper copper mesh. Mm-hmm. So it took about a year and a half because I was still going through all of that reorganization and everything was going on with that. And then after that, I was like, wow, this is really interesting. I was I had a couple sets made and we were, you know, having people experience them. And my wife to be, Vivian Chauvet, got a message from some higher dimensional beings, and they basically told her, it's like, okay, he's not listening, but you have to tell Peter to start making these. You know, I was just too busy and I was doing everything else. Right. So I got a message basically like, you know how to make them, make them. So right. that's when that really kicked in. So it's like, I got the message to make them. Then I got kind of scolded. You're not making them. You need to make them now. And then from there, it just went from one thing to another, you know, from an anklet to a pendant. And then Michael came in. It's like, I want this as a pendant. And Shamuel came in. I want this as a pendant. And it's like, it's just going on and on about how the angels have come in and communicated. Interesting. And, yeah. Well, so so let me stop you, Peter, and just ask you, like, you, is it because you live in an, like when I had my spiritual awakening, okay, I was a real estate developer and I went and injured myself skiing. And then I decided to try my first yoga class. And what happened for me was I started taking yoga and I know now that the yoga started to move things and dissolve things and open things and all of that. And it was probably four or five months in that I was at this yoga class that they were having in the park when I literally had my third eye pop open and I could see angels going up and down a staircase and and golden white orbs of light. And when I sat up in the park and looked with my physical eyes, I saw golden white orbs of light everywhere. And for me, like at that time, it was like, what the hell is happening? So 
Did you already have interest in metaphysics or did some was there a specific kind of experience that popped you open or is it because you live in an area where it's more accepted? I don't know, maybe all of the above. Yeah. During one of my meditations, I did have a full Kundalini awake uh, opening. Okay. And I just I did feel that. And I'm like, okay, this is interesting. Let's let's go in that direction. But, but had you been meditating that, for a while? Like, where did that come in? Okay, so what um, inspired you to start meditating? I had hours and hours of nighttime to fill, and I couldn't make noise. Uh, you know, when you work night shift and you don't work on those uh, the opposite nights, everybody in the house needs to sleep, and you can't go and start you know fixing this or cleaning that or doing. You have to be very quiet. So I didn't have anything to do. It was a matter of I could sit there and burn the time on watching movie after movie, but that gets extremely boring. So I was like, okay, let's start doing meditation. I'm like, and I started, I heard through, I think it was some of the other people that was like, okay, so the veil is thinner between like midnight and 3 a.m. So I'm like, okay, let's see where this brings us. So I started doing meditations during that time frame. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay, great. All right. And so how do you think that your like early training as an ASAE mechanic and engineering technician, like was essential for you apparently to be able to actually step in and do this bigger purpose work. Like it seems like you are perfectly set up for that. So can you talk now a little bit about, did you have vision when you were a kid that you were going to invent stuff or was this something that has just been part of this whole awakening process? Um, It was part of the process. When I was 17, I read a book about auras and I always thought that was cool. I don't know where that book is or the name of the book anymore. That's long gone. But the mechanic side of it was I ended up understanding, you know, I was very much into understanding how things worked. Like, mm-hmm. okay, good. So I got that down. I have a lot of customer relations. So I understand how to, you know, work with folks and, you know, for the good and the bad, because, you know, when people come in, they're very challenged. Mm-hmm. So you have to be able to actually break through their challenge to get more information. So that was always a thing there. And what ended up happening was because I was a mechanic, I'm working with metal all the time. I'm working with torches. I'm working with my hands. So that was being able to work with metals in my hands was primary to understanding how to create these tools. Mm-hmm. And then as a engineering technician, you know, for a long, long time, that allowed me to be more, it's more of a left brain side, but it's actually very calculating, very much into details and understanding, you know, chemical processes and mechanical processes and more detail. So the combination of the two between my physical aspects and understanding of detail, when it came into creating these tools, you have to be very precise when you do the measurements and cuts and when you're creating things. So everything that I did in life up until this point made it perfect to fit into creating these tools. Mm, Beautiful. Yeah. Well, you know, I want our listeners around the world to actually hear that you yourselves may be down a path and then all of a sudden have an awakening like Peter, like myself, and you will discover that all the things that you're learning or have learned will actually contribute to fulfilling a higher purpose when that awakening happens. Because, you know, nothing goes to waste here in this universe. (laughs) So, Peter, I want to talk a little bit about what inspired you to start your own business. Was it like you just like for me, one of the things that happened when I first 
had my awakening was I was making jewelry and I started to make jewelry like crazy, more jewelry than a mother could love. You know what I mean? (laughs) And so that led me to decide to start selling it. What inspired you to start like creating a business out of this? Well, it was more of, I was doing it on weekends because I was working a compressed work week. So I was like working three days and four days off, work four days, have three days off. And I had long weekends and I didn't really have anything really functional to do. You know, I can only do chores for so much time. So I ended up doing other things. And once I started understanding the Slim Sperling technology and getting the message from Metatron, I'm like, okay, so let's start making things. And I actually created the company in 2017. So it's been around for quite a while and I'm working with it and it's okay. So I started and the thing was, I was doing the experimenting. Yes, I had the anklets, but I was experimenting as thoughts would come into my mind. I'm like, okay, so what if I did this? What if I did this? And that's the creative side of things starting to come through. You know, as I'm creating these tools, I get these other images come in. It's like, okay, you need to make a pendant out of three rings. I'm like, excuse me, they won't fit. You know, I'm looking at it. I'm going, you know, with the vision they're giving me and it's like, no, that won't work. I can't do that. So I end up doing the math and I'm looking at the, and I have to, I, my math is not working right. So I'm like, okay, let's just make it, see what happens. And it will, lo and behold, it actually works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's one of the more powerful pendants I make now. It's like, holy cow. It's like, okay, thank you. So it's, again, you just have to go with the flow. It's, you can't be forcing it. You have to flow with it. And it's just like, it was a, a leap of faith into understanding or believing that this could actually go anywhere. And I, I finally let go of my corporate job actually in May of this year. Oh, congratulations. Let me ring my bell for you, Peter. All right, listeners, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to let you know where you can find Peter and his products to help you to transform your own life and do some healing. But right now, listeners, are you a leading visionary or in the role of leading other visionaries? Consider joining our community and sharing your feedback and takeaways from each episode. We invite you to join us and support this podcast by making a donation at leadingvisionariespodcast.com. Are you interested in finding out more about how you can receive support for getting your vision out of the air and onto the ground? You can apply to qualify for a complimentary consultation with me or a member of my team by clicking the connect with angel button on the website. Be sure to share this show in your own spirals of influence with the people who you think might benefit from our content. I want to say a big thank you to all of our listeners who are downloading, rating, and reviewing. We're welcoming thousands of downloads from all over the world. I want to shout out this week to our listeners in, uh, we might as well shout out to our listeners in Arizona, as well as the Philippines and Cambodia. And we'll be right back with Peter Benson. The Leading Visionaries podcast is brought to you by the Creative Age Consulting Group. Are you the one who thinks differently, who is called to create a significant conscious change in the world, who is seeing and dreaming of a better way for your industry, your community, humanity? Creative Age Consulting Group is hired to guide leading visionaries just like you who want to break through the static in order to clearly express and confidently enroll support for their vision in a way that makes it inevitable that it will come to pass. Your word is your wand, and as the leader, your ability to articulate and communicate your vision is essential to its materialization and monetization. Please enjoy with our compliments a free copy of the book, Be Heard by Millions and Live Your Destiny, which was a number one new release in three categories to get you started. 
The book is yours by visiting gift.leadingvisionariespodcast.com. And we are back with Peter Benson. You can find out more about Peter and his Tensor Technology products at energiesofservice.com, energiesofservice.com. We will have that for you in the show notes. So before we went to the break, we started talking about how you were able to make these products that do things. So I'd love to have you talk, Peter, about specifically what do these Tensor Technologies and what do these products actually do? What are some of the success stories you've had from healings or transformations that you'd love to share with our audience? Absolutely. Thank you. As we talked about, it's the anklets that came first as far as these energy tools. And with Metatron, his description that came in with these are the this is how you make it. Mm-hmm. It's and basically the description is to keep your vibration yours as we go through this time. So it's more of like, okay. How does that work? We had a lady in San Francisco who was very visual in the way she saw the energies of it. And she's described it like this. If you take your energy torus, which we have a, you know, a, a bi-directional torus going both directions, top and bottom, you take that and just basically cap the center of those toruses. So now the energy is no longer coming into your crown or root. It's going to flow over your field. So it basically turns your own field into a bubble or a shield so that you're not feeling your environment. So that is how uh, that was how it was described. Now, the tensor ring that they're made out of is very grounding. So you feel like your feet are in the ground and very feel very grounded. So these tools are extremely beneficial to those that are very empathic, very yeah. sensitive to environments. For me, I can't go into a Costco or a, like a big box store or anything like that without feeling overwhelmed within five, 10 minutes. Mm. So these help me considerably. I'm a water element. So I absorb, just absorb, absorb, absorb until I just overwhelm, like I just get overwhelmed. So this has been very beneficial to me. What we find is for those people that are super sensitive, this is a major benefit for them. Now, the technology is in the crystals themselves, the five different crystals. So we use those five crystals in all of the pendants that are being created. So the Metatron pendant is actually a, a mirror of the anklet. So it's a it's pretty much a heavy protection. So you put that on and you just feel like you're very well isolated from the energies around you. Mm. And that is very prominent for those that you know can't wear the anklets, but still want to be energy, you know, protected while they go through their day. If they're working with people, they're not going to be bombarded by their energy. And you can actually work on them without being a witness to the energy, but you know, being able to work with them in a different form. So that would be um, somebody like a healer or a massage therapist or something like that, yeah. that it's protective yeah, for those types of folks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then the Archangel Michael is has the base of the, the Metatron. So it has the shielding effect, the, the protection, but it has turquoise, which is calming, selenite, which is a clearing of your energy, and then green mica, which is actually an emotional clearing, a restorative mm-hmm. crystal. Mm-hmm. So that one feels like when you put it on like a warm blanket. Mm-hmm. So that one is a lot of, that's when people really love it because it looks beautiful as well. Mm. And then we have the one that's been very, very, very impactful to almost everybody that utilizes it now is the Archangel Shamuel pendant. Now it has all of the same crystals as a Michael. So it has Metatron five and then the three extra for Michael. And then it has 10 more crystals that were specifically chosen through dowsing based on what Shamuel was asking for and put in place. Now, this works on heavy stress and traumas and, and release. 
So it's extremely powerful for pretty much everybody nowadays because we've been dealing with a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've had years of, you know, of of the flu and all these other things going on and the you know, family events and all the trauma and everything going on in the news. So we're dealing everybody is in that particular mode. So this actually keeps you very stable and allows you to release. Mm-hmm. To the point where we were just at an event where I had a young lady put it on and she just started crying instantly. Mm. It was just one of those events uh, where she just, it, the minute she put it on, it was just emotions coming right out. And there was another lady that had the exact same thing. It, it's more than one with that particular thing. But the the way that these tools work is our energies are working with you. So if you're used to using crystals, and feeling the energy of crystals, the dependents actually amplify the crystal, and then it merges that energy with you. So instead of carrying a crystal, the energy is actually being projected into your field. So it's a little more intense. Mm, understood. So it, it amplifies the effect of the crystal, and it also pen- it's amplifying and penetrating in terms of how it interacts with your energy field, is what I'm hearing. Correct? Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. So I want to actually take a second here and talk a little bit about as like you're leading, like you're a leader in this space now, right? You're, you invented essentially the products that you are delivering into the world and into the market. So as a leader and a visionary, I'd love to have you speak a little bit to our audience around the world who may be receiving, they may also be receiving. What are some of the things that you've done to stay the course and to keep moving forward and to build your own confidence in bringing this work out into the world? It's one of the challenging pieces of actually doing the business. As I mentioned, we just I just left my corporate job in May. And right now, my wife is actually helping support the company and, my, and me and the family while my business really gets its legs because I needed to actually be able to spend more time doing the things that I'm doing. So it's a matter of keeping confidence in what you're doing. It's taking that leap of faith and understanding what you're doing and make a mistake or not, you have to take that leap. It's, you know, I've done businesses before where I own my own business and that one didn't go anywhere because I wasn't really invested in it. Mm. And there's a difference in what I'm doing now. And this one, I'm like, okay, this is actually, I can feel the benefit for others. This is service to others. And if I can help other people with a tool, and okay, so that, that changed my mindset. This is no longer just, you know, putting food on the, you know, food in the bank so I can actually buy, you know, get my groceries and pay for the house. But this is actually more of helping other people. And this is where I really wanted to go. And I wanted to be able to do this as a living if possible. So it's it's a leap of faith mm-hmm. and understanding is what are you capable of doing? And like Vivian and I were like, okay, well, we're putting it out to the universe. It's like, we are being of service universe. You need to be able to replenish me for the amount of effort and time going into this so that I can be a benefit to more. Mm, so we're, exactly. we're, 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 we have to put faith in it that we're doing the right thing. And then we put it out to the universe. So it's like, okay, we're putting our time and our effort into it universe. It's time for you to reciprocate and allow us to be in this space and provide for us so that we can continue doing this path. Mm. Yeah, beautiful. So it's a yeah, faithful thing. Yeah, well, and and would it be fair to say that your direct communication with your 
you know, divine counterparts is also part of that equation. And, you know, if you want to speak a little bit about that, that would be great too. Yes. Well, that one, you can't really dismiss that message. The first one was pretty much stark. It was there. It was in your face. And the other ones, and this is part of where I, where when I was a mechanic and when I was, when I was a mechanic, I would listen to more intuition because when you're working on a car and you're trying to fix it, you're looking through, you're doing, you're doing all the left brain stuff, but then an idea comes in and it's like, okay, maybe it's that. And then you start researching and find out it is. So that's that voice. Mm. But when you get into doing stuff like this, it's like now, okay, I got the big booming message from Metatron saying, make these. Okay, great. But the other stuff is more of when you're when you're doing the work and you get your mind out of the way, get the logical mind out of the way during creation period, when I'm building, mm-hmm. all of a sudden I'll get a message. They'll get a you know distant, okay, we need to do that. I'm like, okay, I'll write it down and then I'll start working on it. I'll stop doing what I'm doing there and I'll just I'll start working on that message that just came in the best I can until I until I basically hit a broad block or I need more information. Mm. So it's listening to your own inner guidance, you know, listening to your higher self, if that's the way you want to call it, you need to be able to be open to that suggestion that pops in your head and say, okay, that's interesting. Maybe we'll try that. See where that goes. Mm. Beautiful. I love it. Well, in the last minute that we have, Peter, is there anything that you'd like our listeners to know about your products, your business or your vision? Well, the vision is to get these these energy tools that have been through angelically guided messages and tunings to be able to get out there and help people. The different tools go from, you know, basically protection all the way through from to PTSD type stress and traumas to opening yourself up for higher meditations. So if the tools are very much there for you and for everybody else to experience. And you can do that by going onto the website, energiesofservice.com go into one of the products, one of the pendants, visualize it like you're wearing it, tell it to reset because now it's going to be yours and then tell it to go to full power and experience the energy of the tool itself. And you can actually feel each one of them and you'll understand which one will actually be beneficial to you if they are at all. Oh my God, that's beautiful. So listeners go to energies of service and check out the pendants and say reset and full power and see what happens. Full power. Full power and see what happens. Beautiful. Well, Peter, it's been my pleasure to have you today. Listeners, we do love feedback. Please let us know what you thought of today's show by joining our community, sharing your takeaways, asking questions, or submitting guest suggestions. You can weave your visionary thread into our fabric by opting in on our website at leadingvisionariespodcast.com or by interacting with us on social You can look for the handle at Leading Visionaries Podcast across all the major platforms. Thank you so much for tuning in. Keep your eyes, ears, and hearts open. And remember, you are here to create conscious change. Thanks for tuning in, downloading, and listening. Be sure to rate and review Leading Visionaries on Apple Podcasts and share with other people you know who can benefit from today's episode. Leading Visionaries is the premier podcast series for informing, activating, and inspiring the leading visionaries who are called to create conscious change and know that now is the best time to welcome wealth and cultivate a web of collaborative support to bring their vision to life. We invite your feedback and guest suggestions and invite you to subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of new episodes at leadingvisionariespodcast.com.